For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. ED. Yo. Jimmy deserved better than that, man. He, he deserved better than that. I'll explain. I'll tell you why. Okay. All right. Let but, me know. I, he deserved better than that. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Niners season comes to an end in the conference championship game, falling in LA at SoFi Stadium 20-17 to to the Rams, who, of course, are Going to stay home and play in Super Bowl 56. We'll break this one down. Uh, we'll talk about Jimmy. We'll talk about the way the game played out, uh, what we saw, what we noticed, uh, how the Rams were able to pull this one off. We'll get into all that as well. Uh, but first, I want to encourage and remind you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like or follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like or follow button. Uh, hit us up on social media. Feel free to get involved in the conversation. I'm at rhaylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I am at Watch Ray Ray. He is at Eric Davis underscore 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 underscore. That's four underscores. Uh, as always, we are brought to you by the fine folks at Bet Online. Not as much football uh, going on. Just one game left. Uh, unless you count the Pro Bowl, I mean, is there action on that? I don't know if there's action on that, but I'm sure if there is, but online would have that too. If you're on the Pro Bowl, you really need to go lay on someone's couch. <laughs> you got a problem. They got they they put up disclaimers at the end of games for that you, for, for people you, that's betting on the I Pro mean, Bowl. You, you really really need to talk to someone. Yeah, I, I friend, think, uh, go ahead and have an intervention if your boys, you know, if your people are betting on the Pro Bowl, sit them down. Yeah, sit them down. Lock up their funds. Uh, don't 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 let them do that. Don't let them go out that way. Uh, but with the new year comes new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Believe to get started. That's B L E A V. It's not just football, uh, but of course it's basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, uh, whatever you want. They got it, including uh, your Vegas online casino games. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to grow all of your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet online where the game starts. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, Ed, well, they they got beat. I mean, it's it's I it, it, and to simplify it, they got beat. They got beat playing their own game, right? Like who would have who would have thunk yeah. the the Rams would be able to to play the Niners type of game uh, and end up coming up with the win? But that's exactly what happened in the NFC Championship. I mean, if you oh. if you look at the way things unfolded and the way the game was going down. Uh, it was all, I mean, it, it was all in the Niners' favor. It was, it was, it was a, it was a dirty game, a gritty game, kind of a grounded out, ground, grounded out type of affair. And um, that favored the Niners, right? Wasn't, wasn't a lot of pretty play going on, right? Wasn't, wasn't much pretty to speak of out there on the field at SoFi Stadium on Sunday, but it was the Rams being able to play that type of style uh, and, and win the game. And look, we talked about this here on this pod, right? Seen, seen the Rams play a lot. Seen the Rams play a lot this year, over the last couple of years, to be perfectly honest with you. And they showed a level of toughness um, that we all questioned. I know I questioned. Uh, a lot of people questioned. But they showed a level of toughness uh, that, that I hadn't seen from them. Um, you talk about that 18-play drive, that, that's a level of toughness right there, in, in my opinion. Uh, you talk about the way they were able to get after it um, in, in terms of run stuffing, their run defense, uh, that's a level of toughness. Greg Gaines, Sean Robinson, those dudes were eating, eating up stuff in the middle uh, on that defensive line for uh, the Rams, probably the unsung heroes of that game, if, if you ask me. And so – uh, they they showed some greediness, some toughness that that hadn't been shown, and they beat the Niners playing the Niners style of football. You you got to give them credit for that. Yeah, they took it. That's it. You know, I've told you, only one way to a championship. No one gives it to you. 
You don't luck into it. You can't expect the other team to make mistakes and allow you to go there. The only way, I know firsthand, the only way you get to a Super Bowl and you get a Super Bowl championship is to take it from your opponent's dead, cold hand. You cannot leave any life in them and expect to get out with a win and with the championship. That's the only way to get it. So the Rams stood up. They fought. It was ugly. Um, they played the game as tough as they possibly could. The 49ers, I still think, were tougher. The difference, the Rams made the plays they needed to make at the most crucial times that they needed to make them, and the 49ers didn't. It's that simple. You got to make the play. You know what I tell you all the time. The only play you have to make is the play that you have to make. And you got to remember that. And these games come down to it. And all on Twitter, everyone was saying, telling me, oh, you can't blame it on this. You can't blame it on that. Rashawn, what did I tell you they taught me when I first got to the Niners? We win as a team. If we lose. It's your fault. It's somebody's fault. Because if everyone does everything they're supposed to do, we're not going to lose. So at the end of the day, there's a play. Out of all those plays, those 50, 60, 70, sometimes crazy game, 80 plays, it comes down to a play that can change things, a play that can be it a, a drive killer, momentum killer, a brain killer. There are things that you can do to mess people up. And they didn't make them when they needed to down the road. They played the game exactly the way they needed to play the game. They kept it ugly. They beat them up. As bad as the first half looked, they went off the field with the lead. The lead. They, they beat them up. They were doing that up until the fourth quarter. They were doing that. The 49ers had the ball with the – I mean, the, the 49ers had an opportunity with the lead and like six-something minutes left in the game to get an interception, get the ball back. And that right there, yes, there were, was more time. They could have possibly gone three and out. But Matthew Stafford, remember I said sometimes it's to it's to bloody the brain. Matthew Stafford did the most Matthew Stafford thing that he could have ever possibly done. He threw a punt with his right arm to who knows what he was thinking. But that pressure of that game, that moment, he just threw the ball up for grabs. And it didn't come down with it. That play affects him the rest of the game. There's no doubt in my mind. He would he would not have he would have started thinking, oh my goodness, I can't allow this. It would have changed everything. They would have been playing from behind, and he knows, wait a minute, I'm having my moments once again. So that's that was crucial. Then you come right back out and you give them 15 yards in a situation where they need a field goal. Yeah. So all of these, you got to think about these things. Those things are so that that ended up that ended up being a a, a forty four yard play. Yes. So all of so all of the Jimmy can't put a team on his shoulders, and Jimmy can't carry you when he needs to, and Jimmy can't do this. Jimmy wasn't doing that the whole game. The entire offense wasn't doing that. This was the third time these teams played one another, and neither offense was doing anything. Neither offense was doing anything. These both of these defenses were playing well. They knew what to expect. You had some blown coverages in the secondary. The rookie Ambry had some issues, and it's not even that it's a blown coverage. Ambry has to understand how to play zone coverage in the NFL as opposed to college. Cover two, cover two in college is different than cover two in the NFL because college they teach you in the zone that you're man in an area. And I don't want to get into too much football stuff, but plain and simple, you know, I've told you. NFL yeah. football. That, zone that's, that's exactly what I thought about on, on, on that play, on that touchdown. I was like, okay. So, well, something. zone coverage, zone coverage yeah. means you man the guy in your zone. Yeah. You don't cover ground. You don't, you're, you're not killing grass. So if a guy's out there killing grass, you he, he'll find out that quarterbacks are too good. 
So you 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 have to disrupt what guys are trying to do, and you got to body up guys and understand the situation. It's third and thirteen or eighteen or something like that, and you're concerned with a guy throwing the ball in the flat. No, you get your tail back. You make him throw the ball low. Why? Because which it's easier to trigger one direction. Your reaction time is only is always going to be faster when you only have one way to go. I guess I'm getting into football, and that's number one. Your reaction time is going to be faster. And then number two, it's going to be even quicker when I know you're going to do that because I'm going to make you make that throw. And now you just got to go drop your stinger. <laughs> you, got, you, got to, you got to want that smoke. So these are the things that will happen and it will improve. But those things are the reason why. They're the reason why. And I say it because I lived it and I know it and it hurts, but that's the reason why. And as much as you want to blame it on Jimmy, um, even even with the great performance, they put a really good performance out there. What did I tell you? A team goes as far as the secondary takes it. I'm telling you guys, the more, the more you listen to this show and watch us on YouTube, the more you're going to see how true that is. Yeah, there, there's a couple of things I will add to that. Uh, we got to, what did we learn? We didn't, we didn't get into that. We'll, we'll, we'll get into what did we learn. Um, a couple of things I will add to that. There, there was the, the drop interception. Um, yep. There was the 15-yarder right after that, right? Uh, and then I would add another 15-yarder prior to that, the Al Shire 15-yarder. I, uh-huh. I thought it was weak, but at the same time, I, you can't have that in that situation, right? Like all, all, all these things, all these things sort of add up. And so um, I think like all, all of those things were just kind of like a spiraling effect. Things just started to kind of spiral downhill. And, and then that's how the Rams were able to seize the momentum there uh, towards the end of that third quarter and going into the fourth quarter. Uh, if you're new to the show, we always, after a loss, we hadn't done this in a while. It's been a while since a yeah. loss, almost forgot. Wow. Um, but after a loss, uh, we, we, we go around the table to say, what did we learn? Uh, what did, what did we learn? ED? Um, that, wow. You mean to go? I'll go. We'll go, we'll go back to you. you, go. Uh, you I'll, go. Uh, what did we learn? Uh, there, there was, look, we've been praising this secondary over the course of the last four or five weeks or so in terms of the strides and, and things that they've been making. And they have, and it was for a good reason. Cause obviously without their play, without them raising their play, Niners don't get to the point of the season that they got to. Right. But as we learned on Sunday, uh, you still got a ways to go, right? You give up two 100 yard receivers, two 100 yard receivers, Cooper cup, obviously, and then Odell Beckham, his first 100-yard game since October 2019. Um, so you give up two of those guys, and, uh, I mean, that's tough, right? Obviously, some things have to happen there in the secondary. And, uh, look, I mean, you know, we gave those guys praise when when they elevated their game, but uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what the right term for it is, but I don't know, maybe they came back to earth or what have you, but uh, it, was, it, was, it was a rough day. Um, at times for for that secondary what do you got um yeah you know what piggybacking on that one right there they're young man they're young you know like absolutely i was just talking about that so so you you had two veteran receivers take advantage of the fact that these guys are going to be after playing them a while this is how they play you look at it so this this area will be open because they are going to zone the space as opposed to bodying up in certain things. They're not getting hands on us. So we'll be able to get to these places in the time in the state. All those things start to, to matter when you get down there. So they're young and, and we'll see where they go. Um, something that I've not, this season is over and I can look back on all of it. I learned watching that game after this game. Yeah. It hurts. You, you look all of that. It always will always taste like sadness, but um this team is in position to compete for championships. This team is ready to learn how to win a championship. This is a very good roster. This is a very young roster. It's talented. It's tough. Yes, there are pieces that needed to be added, but they are, this is not a rebuild. Hell, even the quarterback's already in the building. This, so that's that's what I learned looking at it. They were beaten because they simply didn't make the plays. 
you got to find guys that will make those plays. Some of those guys will, are already there. And some of that, man, you you got to go through the hard times. Sometimes not making that play is what causes you to make the play. I've been there. I've been there. I'm, I'm, so that's, that's what I really learned. I looked at it completely different afterwards. You lost to the Rams. You had an opportunity to go. Um, you know, truth be told, you know, I said a long time ago, I didn't think this team was going to win a championship. I thought this was a hell of a job coaching to get them as far as they got them. I did believe, and that's why I I can say this. I didn't think at any point the Rams would be the team to knock them out. You know, I told you the teams that scared me had been knocked out. So I thought I, I was like, wow, this team is about to go to the Super Bowl because I didn't think the Rams would beat them at their own game. And, you know, they came up a couple of plays short. Credit to the Rams for making those plays when they needed to, and, and especially when when they had to fight. They literally had to fight all day long. So that's what I learned. I, I learned that this is this is going to be fun. Kyle, as much as people want to mess with him, his play calling and all of this stuff, Kyle and John Lynch have done a hell of a job flipping this organization around since they've gotten there. That's just They've done a hell of a job because I told you, beginning of this year, I, I, let me have this one to assess Kyle. When everyone was talking, what do you think? What do you like? Let me see. And what did I say? I said this year he had to do something. Well, he did. <laughs> I, I think he did. Yeah, no, I, I think he definitely, he definitely stepped up, and and there was some. I think it was Matt Mayoko talked about it, uh, just in terms of. The adversity, right? Like, what would Kyle do in a season in which there was some adversity, right? And, and last year, you know, obviously things didn't go well, but that was uh, that was adversity of historical proportions, right? We look at the injuries and things that happened last year. Uh, this year, well, that's not even adversity because there are no decisions to be made. You know what I mean? When yeah. Get hurt. That that and you know, I was saying the same thing going into this year. What's going to happen when things? go wrong how is it going to be so i think they had some adversity this year where you had to decide what you wanted to do you had to pick guys is he my guy is he my guy deal with the yeah i yeah, I, so. I i i i feel what matt was saying but i i didn't wholeheartedly agree like i, I don't think that that was never really a thing for me like i, I felt like if you go back to that 2019 season like there, I, there was a stretch towards the middle of the year where I mean there were some injuries and there weren't a whole lot of injuries, but there were some injuries and it was like okay, like how is this like how are you going to weather this storm? It was kind of towards like the middle middle of the year. How are you going to be able to weather this uh, storm? Yes. You know, and and they were able to weather the storm, keep it going, and, and ended up ended up clinching, um, you know the the West. So I, that that wasn't necessarily my case. The 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 adversity this year it was some of it like if I'm gonna keep it a buck, I feel like it was self. Yeah, it was self-inflicted. We talked about that through, on the show. Yeah, people, go back and check them out. We talked about that forever. Like, why is Kyle bringing this up? Why is he doing that? Why is he saying that? Yeah. Go ahead, man. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, no, I so, I mean, I, I thought some of it was self-inflicted. I, I think the turnaround was good. I think him being able to reverse course going from the beginning of the year, look, we're going to play these two guys at quarterback, and then being able to go and say, look, we're going to go in a totally different direction. Jimmy's our guy, this, that, or the other, to stand in front of those 53 men and be able to, to make that decision and have those guys buy in. Um, I, I think there's something to say about that. But my, I, my, and I don't want to want this to sound wrong, like I have high expectations for Kyle. So there's not much that he does that surprises me if if that makes any sense you know um which is why i was so which is why i was so upset at the beginning of the years and like what that like you're sabotaging the season here right like so 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 like i i might because my expect, expectations are so high th- there's not a whole lot that that he can do that will surprise me because I, I i believe you know from a play calling schemes perspective he's one of the best out there um i believe just in terms of his his leadership style like guys rally guys buy into him and so like i've seen that and so um there's not like a whole a whole lot that he can do that that surprises me now this turnaround was surprising in a sense because it looks so bleak at the beginning of the year but 
if you see how they turned it around, this is what we were expecting the entire season long, right? You know, so so for, for me, it's like, okay, if we if we weren't playing hopscotch the first eight weeks of the season, this could have been a totally different story, right? A totally different, a totally different story. That that that's where I'm coming at from it. Okay. okay. Um, but I, I there's there's the Jimmy thing, and you, you touched on it a little bit. We'll get into that in a sec. First, we got we got a new uh, we got some new peeps, ED. Um, why don't you tell the people about uh, Ma- Master? Oh, it's goat time. It's goat time. That's it. You, you know, um, I'm gonna let you guys decide who the greatest quarterback is. Uh, but what I'm about to tell you guys is that the greatest quarterback of all time is not just a goat on the field. He's a goat when it comes to investing too. So. You decide who the goat is to you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let you decide. You figure that one out. But he invests in his, in he invests in stocks, crypto, and even art. Okay, Masterworks is it's an investing platform, and it lets you buy shares of shares representing investments in art icons like Picasso, Monet, Warhol. You you got Andy Warhol, right over there to the left, right on the other side of Kobe. Is well, I guess that'd be your right, huh? Is that Warhol on the other side of there? I, I have to check. You think I? You think I should know this, right? I would think that you would know you had a Warhol hanging on your wall. I would think. <laughs> well, our prices um, actually outpaced the the S and P five hundred by one hundred sixty four percent from nineteen ninety two to two thousand twenty one, and in fact, early investors are already receiving. Over 30% IRR in 2020 and 2021 from the sale of just two paintings. That's some good money off of just the sale of just two paintings. And this is your opportunity to join 300,000 other members and invest like the GOAT, okay, and Rashawn. Plus, you can get priority access with our game day promo. So call, so so here we go, guys. Uh, We need you to go to masterworks.art.com believe as masterworks.art slash b-l-e-a-v i know you guys all know how to spell it by now and while you're there make certain you check out the important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclaimer they want to let you know where your money's going and all the things you're getting into okay but check them out masterworks people Appreciate Masterworks for coming on. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. So we, you touched on Jimmy G a little bit, right? And I, I first of all, this loss was tough on your boy, Ed. Um, keep it a buck. Your boy was just unpleasant yesterday, right? <laughs> um, it was, it was like this one, like this you one is like, this is up there. This is up there for me, man. You know what? Can I tell you something? It's so crazy that, of course, it hurt. Of course, I was bummed when I did it. I mean, the whole household was bummed. You know, of course, I got a, I got a Niners household. Everybody's bummed. But all of us, I think, kind of just, like, bounced back. I, I, I Really quickly, I bounced back because I'm just like, you got to learn. These dudes got to learn and go through this fire to become champions. You got to learn. You, 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 like... You know, like Ronnie said, we've all had that play that we should have made or wanted to make. And I and I dude, I've been there. I've been there. And unfortunately, unfortunately, Tart will never ever forget that play. He will never forget that play. I can still remember 1992 being in candlestick on a miserable, rainy, perfect football Sunday for an NFC championship game. Loved it. It's overcast, and I'm running down the sideline early in the third quarter. And for that particular series, the sun pops out. So I'm running down the sideline, and I know the ball is coming because it's blocking out the sun. So it's like looking, staring at a solar eclipse. But what it does takes away my depth perception. I can't. I know the ball is coming, but I can't see where it is. So my hands are up. I saw the ball when it came right as it went through my hands and hit my helmet and it bounces up and I'm reaching to hit the ball and it disappears and I'm falling to the ground. And I lay there and I'm like, tell Alvin Harper and I on the ground and I'm like, how the hell did you see that ball? (laughs) 
And he was like, I saw it when it came off your head, E. <laughs> that play, I will forever feel like it changed the course of that game because it was a tough game. We were beating them up. We were doing it, but that play gave them life. Yeah. I could have made that play. I still feel like I should have made that play. I should, and like Lynn Swan later told me, he asked me what happened. And I said, dude, I couldn't see it. It was in the sun. You know what Lynn told me? And this is what I'm saying about learning to become a champion. No excuses. You know what Lynn Swan told me? ED, catch the sun. And he walked away. Hmm. No excuses. You're there to make a play. You find a way to make the damn play. I don't care if the ball's in the sun. Then that means you got to catch the damn sun on that play. You do not let it get away. Catch the sun, huh? You'll figure it out. So, so, (laughs) so I'm just, so back to what I was saying, these guys, I I just feel that's what I was saying earlier. I just feel like this is a good roster with talent. They are going to add to that talent. They are going to get better. These guys are going to mature. Eman is going to get better. Ambry's going to get better. Mitchell's going to get better. This old line, it'll get better. They'll add pieces to it. The linebacking core, all of these guys, Fred is going, I guarantee you Fred is going to look like an Oprah Fred next year. And I mean, and look at the rest of the way these guys are coming along. This is this is going to be good. Look, Bosa is going to actually be a whole year removed from getting injured. Bosa will be better next year. Have, have an off season to train. He will be better yeah. Yeah. if this team, <laughs> and we got free agency and a draft coming. Okay. And you got a quarterback on his rookie contract. <laughs> so, so that's so that's why I, I even though they lost to the Rams, I I wasn't sick because I didn't think this was a championship team. I'm impressed by what this team could do. So that's why now you get back to Jimmy. That's why I'm looking forward to things moving forward because I think this is the beginning of something that we will perennial we will be perennial playoff not not playoff contenders but championship contenders we will be in the playoffs fighting for championships once again that's what i think that this organization is now in line to do so go ahead jimmy is so he's become so divisive so polarizing to the fan, to the fan base, to the faithful, right? You have, you know, half the the camp is, you know, pro Jimmy, if that, and you got another part that anything that anything that goes wrong is Jimmy's fault. Well, you know what? We don't have to worry about that anymore because Jimmy, they just said they're they're seeking a trade. Yeah, so, yeah, but I'm 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 gonna stay right here for a second because this this part like. You're right about that. And now for that group, you get what you like. Now you're about to get what you want. And 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 it's it's now trade it's the Trey era. And you know, we we hope you know that works well and, and that all goes well on that front and things of that nature. But it's it's baffling to me. And then and it's baffling to me, and then it's the, the national media as well. And 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 you look at it and 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 some of these people I'm like are losing credibility as i'm listening to him like i'm fuming watching some of this stuff ed because it and and i've i've had like going back to probably the second rams game right week 18 i'm like i really hope it doesn't everybody doesn't get their their swan song and their poetic moment to go out right it's not glamorous for everybody right but but it it as this kind of postseason just kind of went through i was like i hope i hope there's not a moment for these people to feed into that they're going to hang on to that Jimmy's going to go out on. And that of course ended up being the interception, right. That, that kind of ended the game. Right. And and so now it's this, this is just more fuel, right. For, for that <laughs> camp, for that side uh, of the, of the fence. But um, it, it's, it was so unnerving for me. And to, to think that, you know, this team is carrying him or has carried him and 
he's insignificant and just sort of invalidating what he's done to get the team to this point um, was just was just ridiculous in my opinion. And and for those that say, well, you know, win, wins and losses don't matter. Dude, he's won 70% of his games. He's been to two NFC championships, one Super Bowl, right? There's more to the quarterback position than whatever analytics you want to throw out there at me, yeah. right? Yeah. Listen to guys like George Kittle. When he comes in the huddle, there's this this calm, right? You can't put that into a statistic. And that's a real thing. I'm telling you, I've been in huddles, even on the defensive side of the ball. I've been in huddles. And um, there have been moments where for younger teams and things like that, when I got to Carolina, where I had to be that guy, where there's where I remember voices. Ronnie Lott was that first voice. Um, then I remember that voice uh, becoming Tim McDonald. Uh, I, I can remember times and things were going on when Brian Young, I mean, when he was a baby, when he would say things, but you're right. There are certain voices, people say things. And it's the way they say them, the manner in which they say them, and the respect that you have for them, that it's an okay. I told you my Joe Montana story a long time ago, and we're getting our butts kicked, and he's like, E, we got them. And I'm like, okay, we got them. And we got them. I wasn't even I wasn't even concerned about it. So, yeah, so with Jimmy. Um, and, and, and that's just kind of where I was. I was like, man, he, he, he deserved better than that, than, than to go out, for that to be his last throw, for that to be his last play in the colors. Um, you're, you're, from, my, from, from my perspective, because like I wanted this, I want this for Jimmy, I want this for Kyle, I want this for, I want this for the whole team, right? Then like if, if I'm gonna keep it a buck, I want it for myself. Like be able to cover my favorite team in the Super Bowl in my hometown, right? Like like all of that. You know, you know what I'm saying? And so and it, it didn't and it didn't work out that way. Um, but you know, like People want to throw all this stuff out there. Like I give you Jay Cutler, all the tools, ain't one nothing, right? So you can't, you can't have, like you can't have it both ways. Like make it make sense. Like the I'm watching the national media and and everything they put up. Well, you know, one for six on the last two drives with an interception and and negative three yard. But like. How did how did we get to that one and six, right? Like, how about the 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 snap of which the right guard was had his head in the backfield while the, the ball was being snapped to him, and so as soon as Jimmy gets the ball, he's got blue all in his face, right? Them taking a delay a game on second down, and all of a sudden, second and fifteen, you behind the chains. Um, Greg Gaines giving Greg Gaines his credit. I mean, he had a hell of a game. He had that one deflection there, which with the it was wide open. No. Gaines came no. out of nowhere. They did that that twist. Him and Von Miller, and ball gets batted out the, at the line of scrimmage. So it, it just it was just it's just it's frustrating. It, it was unnerving, and it, it was worse kind of going into this game, and then you kind of you knew what it was going to be coming out of the game, and so uh, that's uh, that that's unfortunate. But I mean, you know, such is life. But for that. Yeah. portion of the crowd like you got it right like well, you, you well, got you know, it like jimmy's jimmy's gone now the trade area is beginning and 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 here we go you got what you asked for well this is my thought on that so you're a little more sentimental and soft on those issues because i mean i don't <laughs> like what he deserves and whatever like no like so you put on film what you put on film um you're the quarterback, so you're either going, you got two choices. You either run the play they call or you change it and you make it work. So no excuses because if you change it and it works, the coach takes credit and he's happy you won. If you run it and it works, the coach takes credit and he's happy you won. Um, if either of those fail, it's your fault. <laughs> so, so well, you know, such is the nature of the position. Absolutely, one hundred percent. So that's so. With that being said, now the the numbers and the one, you know, for six and the negative yardage and all these type things, you know, that's what I say all the time about the numbers. You can fix those numbers to mean whatever you want them to mean if you choose to. Those numbers can be okay. He sucks. He can't play. Or those numbers could be everything that you just pointed out. Those numbers are there because of the screw ups of others. That's Jimmy has Jimmy has never been that guy since the overthrow in the Super Bowl. There's always been this 
actually even before then because there's always the, the, the NFC championship game. Yeah, the perception is that Jimmy is along for the ride, and you just said it. If how is it one guy can win and he's along for the ride that the defense, the system, everything else is so impeccable that Jimmy Garoppolo can be the 22nd player on the field because they got those. He's the 22nd player out of that offense and defense. He's the the, the end of the pole. The, the, I mean, that's it because everyone else is carrying him. But remove him before he was here, while he's been here, remove him from spot number 22, and they don't win. With the same defense, coordinators, same skill players, same skill players, same um, play callers, same system and scheme. They don't win with them without him. There's something to be said about that, and there's and and that is a part of quarterbacking that he doesn't get credit for. And on top of that, he's not as bad as everyone says. And I told someone just uh, just yesterday, I was asked the question, where do I put him and what does he do? And is he going to find a home? Because I don't see him playing anywhere else. And I was like, are you serious? I, was, I said, I can't tell you where he's going to play. But I, And they said, well, where, where do you rank him? Like, he's got to be like like one of the worst QBs in the league. And I, I, I was like, Jimmy... I said, worst case scenario, I'm going to put him 15, 16. I was like, I said, depending on how you feel, what's your flavor, but I'm going to put him somewhere between 11 and 16, depending on the day. Yeah. There, there are very few great quarterbacks in the league. Matthew Stafford is considered a great quarterback. Matthew Stafford threw a ball that if he had been Jimmy Garoppolo, and that throw made that same throw. We would all. I would have. I would have tweeted out, "What the hell was that?" Because that was a "What the hell" throw. Yeah. And, and that's that's you know those those things happen. He's just he's it's just not. But so with that being said, this is the last time I have to talk about it because I always say I I don't care. <laughs> I never cared. We got we got the whole off season, bro. We got the whole offseason. Not for me to talk about Jimmy. I don't have to talk about Jimmy. We got to talk about where he's going. I, I don't have to. And what's coming minute what, what they're getting in return. What, what have I always told you? I root for the guys in our colors. I don't care what free agents they sign. I don't care who they draft. You know it. I don't care who they trade for. <laughs> what do I always say? I'm going to root for the guys that they decide to be here because those guys become my guys. There are always players that I like and I like the way they play. I like their toughness or whatever, but Jimmy Garoppolo will be playing for someone else. Wish him well, want him to be healthy. But if he goes and plays for another team, I will tell guys to hit him in the beach. No, big, big facts, big facts, big facts. And I, I, I'm with, I'm with you on that one, but it, it's, it's just, it's just, like someone, I was watching something the other day or yesterday. Like they went as far as to say, um, you know, the Niners going up was just where Sean McVay wanted them for Jimmy to for Jimmy to dissolve. I'm like, what are we talking about here? Right? Like, make it make sense to me, right? Like, it it didn't it like it, it's it didn't make any sense at all. Like, and I understand. Look, like there are time there comes a time like you need your quarterback to step up and make some plays for you, right? Has Jimmy done that at times? Yes. Has he failed in that category at times? Absolutely. Um, but I don't know that that's any different from a lot of quarterbacks. Um, did, did, right? Like I, I spent, I love Philip Rivers. I spent a, a a a whole lot of time watching Philip Rivers, and he he had his moments during those times. Right? Hey, I mean, hey, MVP MVP Aaron Rodgers. Don't you think they're saying the same thing? Uh, they won't say it, but the same thing when they needed him to make some plays against the 49ers? Yeah. Couldn't do it. Yeah, it happens to every quarterback. <laughs> that's just that's a that's the nature of the position. But you know, I, I know how you're feeling about it. I I know you you wanna you wanna go in the morning. I see. I mean, 
It's I, I, I was I was ready to, I was ready to uh, my my Twitter fingers almost got loose the other night. I had to put the phone away. I was ready for all the smoke. Ed. Well, let me just say this about Jimmy. This is this is you know real thought on Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, his time here, people, as you said, so polarizing. And when you start talking to the faithful, there are some that can't stand this guy. There are some that love this guy and ready to tattoo his picture on their face. And, um, but the thing about it, his tenure here, when I asked about it, I'm telling you, underappreciated. Very much so. Very much so underappreciated. And you better hope, Niners, hope that the next quarterback not looks good, plays pretty football, but that he wins at that rate. That's what you better hope for, that the next guy under center wins at the rate Jimmy Garoppolo was winning. Because if that's the case, like I said earlier, I feel like we'll be fighting for championships. And that's the hope. That's the that's the the mindset. The issue from day one with Jimmy coming here is that it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty, and for and a lot of it has to do with your fan base. 49ers fan base, it's used to pretty football. It's it's used to it, it's used to long balls and and you know quick passing game and, and long big plays. You know, be, be it the running, be it the you know the run after the catch or whatever. But that's what they're used to. Is getting teams off beat and all the movement and everything. It's pre-football, which is another reason why I was impressed by Kyle. Be, you know, be, that he completely, after all of, even though you self-inflicted issues that, that were there that we discussed, he was able to convince that group of men and himself to f- completely flip the way he plays football. Because that ugly ball like that that they won with, that's not how Kyle wants to play. Yeah, he wants to run the ball and be tough and everything, but he likes moving guys and throwing it down the field. We, we saw that in Atlanta. We saw that in, in Washington. We've seen it everywhere he's gone. But Garoppolo, the, he's – going to get him the two conference championships, though, in those in those spots. Yes, yes. Well, well, you know. I mean, he made the Super Bowl in Atlanta, but, I mean, I think I think it's a pretty good formula what he's got going here, right? Like, is- like my whole thing is you can have all the aesthetics – I want wins. Well, well, yo, and, uh, and, that, and that's like the and that's like the Lakers, right? Like when 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 Phil Jackson was with the Lakers during that their their first run of three peats that that first three peat that they had in the same town in the same arena were, were these young hot shot Clippers, okay. Derrick Miles, Quentin Richardson, fun brand of basketball, exciting, they're knuckleheads and all that stuff, right? Yep. Laker basketball, that triangle, boring, boring. You know what? Mm-hmm. He put some banners up in the arena. Yeah, he did. They yeah, did. And hey, so I, I that's that's so as far as what Jimmy, you know, they announced today that they are seeking a trade. He's down for it. They're, they're working together. They want to get him to a spot where, as he said, he wants to go somewhere where he can win. He can win. I believe he will go somewhere and win. And that's all I want out, out of our next guy. That guy obviously is going to be Trey. He's up. He's the starter. And so I'm rooting for Trey to play and play well. And we get to see what's going from there. Um, But I'm not really concerned so much about what everyone thinks about Jimmy and what's fair for Jimmy. Nobody ever cared about fair for me when I played. It's, It's like, did you do your job or did you not do your job? Seriously, nobody, nobody stopped when I got hurt. Nobody, you know, nobody cared. You know, if, if I didn't make a play, then you know, you're a bum. If you make a play, hey, we love you. That's the business, man. That's the business. And no one, and I'll, I'll say it, man, no one has ever, I've yet to see the player, yet to see the player, to turn around and ask guys to stop cheering for him. I have yet to see the player say, um, uh, please don't wear my jersey. I've yet to see the player turn around when they're like, I love you. I love you. It's like, man, why would you say that to me? Why are you tripping? So when they start booing, that's part of it too. Part of it. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, 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 I get all, I get all that. Um, we, Tom, we got to welcome, we got a new, uh, new sponsor, ED. Okay. Uh, Nord VPN. And uh, make sure you grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guaranteed. Uh, so make sure you hit up the fine folks at NordVPN. They got you covered uh, with all of that. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. So uh, there's you're getting back to the game here. Uh-huh. And, th- and this is this this point too kind of you know got me going as well. The fourth and two. Okay. I for one thought it was a non-issue, but there's this yeah contingent out there saying you know that, that that's the reason. They lost the game. That that not going for it on fourth and two was bigger than the tart drop. Uh, Kyle got too conservative in 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 that moment and definitely should have went for it. He was in plus territory. First of all, he was he was like on the forty four maybe. Well, like I mean, enough, this is the first thing. And and yeah, when someone asked me about that, like how do you feel about it? I was like, you trust your defense. Your defense has been completely controlling their offense. You have the lead. Why would you why, why would you do that? Why put my defense because see think about it. see that's where you got to think the game. The best part of my team today is my defense. Why am I going to put them in a position to hamstring them? I'm not gonna give them a short field. I'm they have been playing with the, the team had one drive on them the entire day. So yeah, that makes that make I, I thought it was a non-issue. I was like, yeah, you punt and you and you play defense because. The Rams obviously they don't want us. They hadn't figured out what to do with your defense. Yeah. So, but I mean, and their and their only score to that point was that eighteen yard or that eighteen play drive. They went eighteen every, plays. Hey man, if a team can put together an eighteen yard drive, eighteen play drive, and execute it, they're gonna get you. They're, there's nothing. If everyone does everything that they're supposed to do correctly for eighteen plays, you pat them on the back and see if you can do that again. I doubt if you can do that again. And if I make you drive the, the length of the field, that's what you do defensively. Because, I, I mean, you go on the road, and, I mean, you look at this. The defense played extremely well, even with the 100-yard receivers and all of this stuff. You know, I've told you a long time ago, yards don't win games, man. Points win but, games. Points win games. But I will say this, though, and this, and this is an area that I think was – very pivotal in which the defense struggled. And this was a bigger deal than the 100-yard guys and, and this, that, and the other, because this part, this actually kind of contributed to that. They couldn't get off the field. Third yeah, down. Third, no. third down is what third, killed them. Yeah. They, they couldn't get off the field. Yeah. 11 for 18 on th- – every time you looked up, there was, it was a third down conversion. Well, then that was the problem, third and long. See, third and they were third – yes, they were like third and so – third and 13s, third and 10, like – and they well, could back, not get off the field. Well, back to what I was saying about points. The points are what beats you and not yards because, you know, it was a third. And now we can go back to the third down touchdown they scored um, and that covered two. It's, it was third and long. Get off the field, make them kick a field goal. They already got the field goal. And that's what I'm saying. You just got to that, – that's just some young guys. They got to learn how to play the game. I, If I'm out there on the field right now, I already know. Your field goal kicker is – you're going to get three. What are the odds of us blocking the kick? You got three points. I'm not going to give you this extra seven. I'm not going to let you throw it to the end zone. And I know I just got to – as I say, I got to drop my stinger and be ready to go tackle this tight end or this back in the flat. I'm prepared to do that. I'm not going to let you get this first down because I also know who I'm playing against. And I know that dude over there, he's not about to go for it. He's going to kick a field goal because he's got to get some points because he's worried about losing this one in the head coach. And that's so I, all of these things come into play as you play the game more, but Trust the defense, but that, but that's what, but yeah, getting off the field, that was part of it. But some of this, I'm telling you, man, it's, they took advantage of youth in the secondary. That's, that's what I think. 
That's what I really think. And I think that that I, I think that being in those tight games, um, making those mistakes in those tight games is going to help them grow and they'll be better for it. So relax. We, we, <laughs> it's going to be all right. It's gonna be, this was over and it was a good one. It was a good one. No, I mean, they, they certainly took us on a ride this year because um, I was asked. I was asked. What I was in Cancun in October. I was ready to go one, two, three Cancun. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, I was I was asked that I think the season was successful. And I said, no, the season was a success. But it wasn't successful. The only way to have a successful season is to end it with a championship, because that's what everyone starts doing. This season was a success. You saw a coach change his stripes and style. His team followed him. Didn't allow any, because I didn't think they were any more. I'm like you, I didn't think they were any more injured than any other team. Didn't allow any of that to be excuses and found ways to win football games, which is all that matters. There's none of us at three and five that thought that they would be here. Yeah, and we, we talked about it, you know, like they were about a loss away from it being trade trade time. And mm-hmm. and and Kyle and 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 John admitted as much today. Um but then you know they went on they went they went on to win three in a row. We I, we do have to talk about this ED. Okay. And the I mean this is obviously this is becoming a theme now with Kyle, right? The double digit leads uh, you know, people are gonna go back to him being the OC in Atlanta in the Super Bowl, up twenty eight three, the ten point lead twenty nineteen uh, mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, mm-hmm. ten point lead going into the fourth quarter here okay. uh, against against the Rams on Sunday. Um, are, are they are we looking to are they are, are we looking too much into this? Yes, yes. Why? First of all, okay, twenty eight to three. 28 to 3. 28 to 3. You don't lose that game unless your defense screws up. 28 to 3. Your defense, your defense has to give up a lot of points for you to lose that one. You can blame it on the offensive coordinator. So he didn't. So you're mad at the offensive coordinator, the play caller, the offensive players, because the defense didn't do their job. Well, they didn't run off enough time. They didn't do that. They, I told you before, just because my team gets off in three down doesn't mean that I can't go out there and get a three and out on defense. That has nothing to do with me doing my job defensively. How, it, nothing. Everyone keeps going, well, they're tired. They're this, they're that. Just like that 18-play drive that the Rams had. Well, well the defense, they're, they're out there, and that's a lot of plays. Well, the offense is out there 18 plays, too. So they're just as tired. Those big boys are just as tired because you're, because you're actually more than likely you're, you're switching out your defensive linemen. You're not switching out your offensive linemen. So, I mean, the big, so people are tired both ways. So let's go to the Super Bowl. You know, I already know my thoughts on this. You gave up, you had a two score lead. You had a two score lead with a half a quarter to go. And you gave up three scores. That is not on the offense. That is not on Kyle. The defense, not Jimmy, not Kyle, not the offense. The defense cost you the Super Bowl. The defense in Atlanta cost them the Super Bowl. And the defense cost them this game as well as the defense played. They still needed to come down with those last couple of plays, and they didn't. Even though the offense didn't score a point, the offense, the offense didn't show up. But it wasn't an offensive game. Neither one of those offenses did anything. So, so now I'm going to say this: Did the offense? Could the offense? You want to see some points? Yes, you want to do it. You want you you want those things to happen. I want to see this offense play better, but. Play selection had nothing to do with the way Compton was getting smacked around. You said it. Okay. You said it. I'm just saying. So, said so that, that's what I'm saying. People, people, people want to get into this and they want to talk about these things like that. But like, let's let's just just be real about it. Keep that, it that, a buck. Keep it play, a buck. Play, 
play selection has nothing to do with you getting your tail handed to you. I've, I've told you, X's and O's don't move on paper. And if my ex is handing your O his ass, there is no play for that. And that's what was happening. There is nothing there is nothing you can do if your guy is just giving it to him. You only have so many plays and you can't you can't hide anyone. So that dude's got to stand up this day, this moment, this game. And there's not a play for that. There's just not. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean we we saw we saw that we saw that throughout the day. We saw that especially in in the past game the last couple of drives. We saw that against the run all all game. Um here's a note for you, just 20 attempts. And we talk about being committed to the run game, just 20 attempts. I mean, you go into the game who, who knew who knew the Rams would outrush you in yards and also have more rushing attempts than you going into this one on 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 Sunday. That's the one that shocked me. I was asked about that today, and they said, "What? Well, I, was I surprised that they couldn't run the ball?" I said, "No, I'm not surprised. The third time you played this team's a good defense. You knew they were going to be active. You knew that they were going to know exactly what it is you try to do. No one's fooling anyone at this time. You know that." Um, the shocking part to me, and I told him, I said that they weren't committed to running the ball. Kyle normally doesn't care if he's getting. You know, we have these discussions all the time. He doesn't care if he's getting. It was. Yards. It was the. It was. It was the Niners. Raised the first year of this podcast. It was Niners Rams at the Coliseum, and we talked. I think the the, the Niners were averaging like two point two yards a carry that game or something. But they had like thirty carries or something along those lines. You're like, they were. He was committed. He was committed to the game. And. And you were losing your mind, like losing your mind, like no, because that that offense, the offense runs off of that run action. Yeah. So whether they're stopping it or not, you got to make them commit to it. And that was the shocking part that he he didn't stick with that because normally yeah. he does. Normally he does. Yeah. Yeah. So which yeah. So you know, in, end of the day, that's that's how it is. So I mean, no. Um, so that everyone listening to this, don't tweet me about this. The defense played well. Yes, I would have liked the offense to do more, of course. But just like going to Green Bay, just like going to Dallas, what did I say? You packed your special teams and your defense. You never know what your offense is going to do on the road. You have to expect your defense and special teams to get you through. Green Bay, that's exactly what happened. Major part of Dallas. You get to this game, it was the same case. And in all of those games, guys, I was telling you the exact same thing. The team goes as far as its secondary takes it. And they just came up a little bit short. So because I lived it, yes, I'm going to go that direction. I am. It's nice to get 30 points a game. It really is. It's nice when your offense can do that. My job is still to not let the other one score. That doesn't change. Yeah. Yeah. That's big, big facts. Uh, They certainly took us on the ride, right? Three and five, all of a sudden end up in the NFC championship game. You saw Debo become one of the greatest uh, players in, 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 in the league today. Uh, one of the most exciting players in the league, without a doubt. Uh, you've seen the emergence of Jawan Jennings. Uh, so, so quite the year. Uh, appreciate all y'all for for sticking with us here on the Believe in 49ers podcast. Of course, we ain't going nowhere. We'll be here throughout the offseason. Are we back this week? Let's. I mean, let's just decide this right here, right I'm now. I'm not back. We're not back this week. Back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. We will see. We will see y'all. You, can come back. You, see, you see the lights going out in LA. <laughs> we will see y'all next <laughs> next next week with uh with, with as we get into the off season coverage. We started this pod. It was you know nice and sunny outside. Now it's ED after dark. So it's time for us to get yeah, on out real? of here. Um, but, <laughs> so the Niners fall in the NFC Championship game. Uh, they tried to lock the, the faithful out, uh, ED, but uh, I, I was there at week 18. I was also there on Sunday. There were more Rams fans than there were in week 18, but it was still about maybe 60, 40 Niners fans. Hey, it was great uh, to see. Yeah. I was at a pep rally. Um, I saw at, that down at Tom's. And, uh, it was, yeah, no, it was cool. It was cool to see that many. I mean, just the entire street, the downtown, the streets. I mean, uh, L.A. Live. 
It was Incredible. red, man. It was a red wave down through there, and it was cool. So everybody, let it hurt. Limp for a minute, but you know what? Start. We got there's one more game of this season, and then guess what? Everybody's 0 and 0, and it's time to go get it. There we go. So that's going to do it for this edition of the Believe in 49ers podcast. Make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. Hit us up on social media. I'm at our Haylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at Eric Davis underscore 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 underscore. So from a partner, Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see y'all next week. Believe in 49ers after dark. (laughs) That's why you got to get on YouTube for this. You got to get on YouTube for this. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.